Welcome to Good Returns TV. In our insurance segment in the show, I've got Sharon Bodica, and Sharon is the Chief Partnership Distribution Officer at AIA. Welcome, Sharon. We've had you in the studio before, but you had Sam with you last time. You're all by yourself. I did indeed. Yeah. I had my buddy by my side. Yeah, yeah, but he's gone back to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell me, uh, how's your new role going? It's been, what, six months since you've been in it? Yeah, it has. So I stepped into the role in October last year, mm. at that time when Sam Tremethic returned to his home ground uh, in Australia. Mm. So it's been, it's been great. And I have to say, I'm absolutely loving the role. And I'm, I'm loving looking at the insurance industry from that slightly different angle by being immersed in the, in the business of our advisors mm -hmm. in the New Zealand market and how I can best, um, best serve and support yeah. them in their businesses. So you're spending more time with advisors now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I imagine that's quite interesting to see how the industry is changing at the moment. Yeah, um, very much so. And I, I'm actually really, really proud of the fact that I've had three decades in the insurance um, industry here in Aotearoa, and I'm really and I'm really proud of that. Mm. And so, again, to see some of the evolution of change that's happened um, within the industry over time, to you know have worked alongside a lot of advisors, but now in, in this role means I really do need to deeply immerse myself with the advisors, with their their businesses, understanding the challenges that they have, the opportunities and how us as AIA and myself in this role can really truly support them. So, so I imagine one of the challenges at the moment is you know, um, affordability yeah. and the cost of living crisis. How, how's that impacting you know, the insurance business and you know, what are things that advisors can do to actually help their clients in this mm. situation? I think what we're seeing is, is so many more advisor businesses have bigger books, bigger client bases as well. And so for them, it is around, and for us, it's about how can we support them on what are some of the strategies or initiatives mm. that we've seen in the past that works from a retention perspective and engagement perspective with, with their customers and kind of sharing some of that knowledge. Mm. And some of that does link into technology, data, insights, all those types of things. Um, but it's really about forming those right relationships with their customers, which they know all about. Um, we at AIA very strongly look at you know what are the pro propositions that we have um, out to market that can help from overall well-being of their customers and with advisors as well. Um, but then what are some of these these pieces that can help from an affordability perspective? So for us it is multi-benefit discount, attachment of air points, um, and vitality. While it's not a lead with a discount, it provides um, a good discount. To, uh, to customers as well. So all of those things, wrapping them up in compelling propositions and helping advisors to understand those, to talk to their customers about mm. those as well. And, and, and Vitality, can you give us a little bit of an update on how that's going? Yeah. Yeah, and well. And your um, numbers, yeah. Yeah, so, so now over 40,000 um, Kiwis or customers now have the Vitality program. 40, yeah, yeah, attached to their insurance contracts. We are looking at how we can further, further extend that and what opportunities there are um, to do that. Over 6,000 Apple Watches. So there are wow. times um, when we are one of the biggest distributors of Apple Watches. Um, but that really does motivate customers to engage with the program. Uh, Multi-million dollars of rewards have been claimed through the program and also multi-million dollars of discounts onto yeah. insurance products. So out of the benefits you have, like AirPoints and Hoyts and, and mm. things like that, are there any which are more popular than others? I think the the Apple Watch yeah. is very popular, mm. um, but also the the weekly active rewards that you can mm. get from doing you know reaching your active rewards points every mm. every week 
And it's interesting how the you know five dollar reward every week can actually be a key motivator. Yeah. Also, you know the the motor, the behavioural science behind not wanting to pay for your Apple Watch as well. It's really quite interesting. Yes, I can imagine it yeah. really is interesting. Yeah. And, and tell me just sort of while we're on numbers, can you give me a bit of a rundown on what you're seeing in the claims world at the moment? Mm, yeah. So we're just about to publish our claims um, data for last year oh, for cool. 2022. So over. Oh, half a billion dollars in claims paid. Mm -hmm. And when we look at uh, look at the different types of, of claims paid, what I, I find interesting is in the income protection space, previously our lead cause of disability has been musculoskeletal mm -hmm. and then followed by mental health. Mm -hmm. We've actually in this last year seen a levelling or, or an equalness between mental health as a lead cause and musculoskeletal. Mm -hmm. So for us, we, we also pay from a rehabilitation perspective over a million dollars in rehabilitation for our income protection um, customers and helping them to get back to their well-being. Um, and so mental health is not one, there's not one solution to improving your mental health, there's many. So, so do, you, do you have any sort of drivers you think are behind the growth of mental health claims? Is it COVID? Is it... I think it's a variety. I yeah. think also from a society, we're more open mm. about mental health. So, it, you know, it, in the past, it, there have been there has been mental health. There hasn't been the willingness to be as open with it as a society. That's mm. changed mm. quite a bit. So we are more open about our mental health and actually for seeking help in mental health. Another change in our claims data that we're seeing is mental health being paid out as part of TPD claims. Yeah which again, historically, there weren't a lot that were happening in that space. It's interesting. I was talking to someone yesterday and I came in and I said, oh, how, how are you going? So I'm having some mental health issues and so we end up having a discussion. So it's sort of, it's, uh, to yeah. your point, you yeah. know, people are much more open about it, yeah. which, which is a good thing, which is also a good segue. You've got um, last year, was it last year you did the, the, the mental, the wellbeing survey with advisors? Yeah. And, and is that on the books for this year? Indeed it is. So in 2021, we ran the research looking at advisors, the well-being of mm -hmm. um, the New Zealand advisor market, and then we published it uh, last year. Mm. So I'm really curious, so we're running it yeah. again this year, and I'm really curious to see how it may have changed, because there is change in our industry. There was COVID impact. There were, there were a lot of drivers around the impact of regulation and what that meant to, to people's businesses. So I'm really curious. So we're running it again this so year. So when's that going to be out? When, when can people start filling in? Yeah, we're, we're just doing the pre-planning on, mm -hmm. um, on when we're looking to launch it out to the New Zealand market. So that will be next couple of months yeah. it'll be coming and out. Do you have any sort of predictions of what you might find or is... I'll no. be jumping the gun here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. There was because there were around a quarter of respondents were looking to take time off from the industry mm. last time mm. because of the, the stresses that they were feeling. Mm. Uh, so that was from the industry or from their business or, or time out. So, yeah, I'm I don't know. Yeah, no, it will be interesting. And because and, and I think I think the composition of the industry is the advice industry has changed yeah. quite a lot with regulation. You've got um, newer people coming in and, and a lot of the older people have stepped mm. out. So, it will be fascinating to see what happens. Yeah, and that's for me again, so, so you know, just with the three decades piece. Yeah. You know, for so long, um, the market has been, you know, a certain demographic in a, in, in a certain age group as well. Mm. So it, it's quite amazing to see that the industry is changing and there's a lot of, you know, a younger demographic coming through, yeah. building their own businesses. So you are finding that you're getting a 
greater number of new to industry advisors. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, and advisors also, you know, some because of, of regulation or other changes, also looking at where's the succession yeah. and how do they build that succession. And are you seeing more consolidation amongst the advice businesses? Yeah, I, th I think with the advent of um, the last regulation, mm. regulatory change, licensing um, regime, we are seeing more advisors um, aligned with, with um, larger FAP groups as well. Yes, yeah. and do you think that trend will continue? I think for the short ter short mm. term, mm. Uh, I, I do think that it will continue because mm. there's a there's there's a lot of compliance and, and um, other cost in, in business now as well, yes, yeah. which is important. Um, but for some of the smaller um, businesses, that can be quite a challenge. So having some of these services provided mm. through um, through a bigger group or, or through bigger um, FAP, I think can build advantage. And you were telling me before that you've got a Vitality Day coming up. What's that about? Yes. So this is all about, you know, our our hero proposition mm. and, you know, our, our, our dream is to champion New Zealand to be one of the healthiest and best protected nations mm. in the world. For us to, to do that, this is through um, being being heavily invested in the wellbeing space and the health of the nation. So, and that's through our Vitality Program. Mm. So... Yeah, we, we are looking to have a day that we can come together, bring advisors in, educate. You've got a few new ambassadors. And yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've got Ford now, is it? Oh, no, we have two, um, the two main um, ambassadors, yeah. which is Dame Valerie Adams and Ian Jones, but yes. have two Vitality coaches. Vita uh -huh. So, yeah, and the latest is Aaron Gilmore, who people may, may know from his dance, oh, okay. dancing so that, that experience. Oh, okay, that would be quite interesting. And, yeah. and have you seen any sort of, impact on your claims experience due to vitality? It's still, I keep on asking Lynn Alicus, <laughs> so our chief product officer, this question. It's still quite early. So vitality, we, we launched out to market in mid 2019. So um, anecdotally, yes. Yeah. What is really pleasing to see is the engagement with um, from the advisor market. So seeing, seeing them, you know, how it re really engaged now with the vitality yeah. program and there is evidence um, from a customer perspective of key change impacts that have happened from a health and um, being aware mm. of um, or health, of health conditions have come to life as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Look, yeah. that's great. Thanks for your time, Sharon. It's lovely Pleasure. to have you in here and, and yep. great to get a bit of an update on what's happening. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you so much, Philip. Appreciate yes. it. Thank okay. you. Cheers.